0: I'm Chase. I'm Lena. And we are going to (laughs) talk to you about the Pittsburgh Playhouse.
1: Yeah, I'm excited Um, about this one.
0: I'm excited too. Mercedes prepped today's script. (laughs) She she did mention that it is a real trip of an episode, so I cannot wait to get into it. (laughs) Neither Lena nor I have read ahead, so we, we are... We are discovering this live with all of you out mm-hmm. there, It should be a fun episode. But before we get into that, how are you? How's your day? How's your week shaping up?
1: I'm good. Um, what day is it? I've lost it's track. It's Tuesday, it? Yeah, um, I'm good. Having a good week <laughs> so far. Um, <laughs> I've been watching Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix.
0: Okay, never seen it.
1: Shout out to Anna Papa who recommended it.
0: Okay. And Darcy. We love Anna. And Darcy. But
1: I don't Anyways. know if she recommended it to her. <laughs> okay,
0: what what is the show about?
1: Um so it's just about unsolved mysteries. Um okay. <laughs> it's like just all these like famous like people disappeared and no one knows what happened to them, or like there's a UFO one where this whole town sees sees like a UFO and they all have the same story basically, but so is it all more, different is, places. So hmm. is
0: it more true crime or more paranormal?
1: no more true crime or just like weird things that happened but not par- not paranormal
0: okay so just
1: the ufo thing was the closest but that was just cuz like it was a weird thing that this whole town saw the whole this ufo
0: is all that okay on the okay. same day i heard this one story of these people who were hiking and they saw something in the sky that looks like a ufo they it was a photography trip they all aimed their cameras up to the sky they all took a picture they all like started snapping photos of the ufo right mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, without the, the, the woman that tells the story has every memory of deleting the photo, but no idea why she would have done that, because apparently she says that she's the type of person who holds onto photos forever and like never deletes photos. And so she tells the story and she says, I remember going through my camera and deleting the pictures, but I have no idea why to this day, and now obviously now I don't have the photos. And all of us oh, were taking photos, and yet whoa. none of us have photos, because all of us started deleting them without knowing <gasps> why.
1: Whoa.
0: Isn't that weird?
1: Yeah. Some mind control aliens.
0: Yeah. That's like some men in black shit. That's <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: <clears throat> um, but yeah, that would be a lot. I'm in the middle of the, um, alien episode, so I'll, um, all right. I'll catch you all up.
0: <laughs> Do you feel, where are you, where are you in your belief of aliens?
1: I mean, I think aliens for sure exist. I don't know what, what level of contact they have had with us, but. You know what I mean? So
0: you believe in aliens.
1: Yeah. I think it's arrogant to think that we're the only things on in the world. <laughs> you agree. know what I mean?
0: I agree. I concur. There's concurred.
1: so many. We haven't even explored like half of, even a minuscule portion of space. Yeah. I love space. I love space movies.
0: I love space. I hate the idea <laughs> of going to space.
1: Oh, oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Going to space You wanted to be like an astronaut? Horrifying. Absolutely not. I love space. I love stars. I like watching um, like documentaries about space, but I hate fake stories about space. So like I hate, or even real stories. I hate like movies like Interstellar. I hate the one about Sandra Bullock. I mean, I, I don't. I also <laughs> say Sandra hate. I don't, it's about her. It's about her. Um, I also, I should say, I'm hating all these movies without seeing any of them because my fear yeah. of getting lost in space is that big.
1: Okay, well, that Sandra Bullock one then should definitely not be on your list because that's like what it's about. It's just her yeah. floating, floating through space. George Clooney's oh. in it for a hot second, but oh. he dies. he he quickly floats out into space and dies. So, oh,
0: okay, well, that wasn't spoiler, a spoiler alert. It wasn't. If, it was
1: like in the, it's like in the first fifteen minutes.
0: Okay, so mild spoiler. <laughs> um, I will say though, Disney World is opening a intergalactic star cruiser immersive hotel attraction thing. Oh yeah. Where basically it simulates you traveling you on a this. galactic star cruiser traveling through space. That's in that controlled environment sounds incredible because it sounds convincing enough to where I feel like I'm in space but I'm not uh, running the risk of uh,
1: getting lost being in space. space. Yeah. Well Oof. but Oof. you love Star Wars. I do love so, uh, Star Wars. So why doesn't that space scare you? Because it's because it's not real. <laughs> <laughs>
0: actually yeah i mean in a way like if star wars were real it wouldn't be as scary because in star wars the tech is so advanced that like everyone everyone can like get a starship or like a Mm -hmm. you know everyone could just fly around (laughs) it's like just regular it's like it's normalized yeah yeah. normalized normalized. like air travel (laughs) but like intergalactic um, travel
1: yeah yeah it's like star trek too yeah
0: yeah, so in that case, I would I would very much <laughs> like to go. I, would, I mean, I'll tell you right now, I'd like to be there now. I would like yeah. to be there now.
1: Mm-hmm. Just k- get in your spaceship and fly. Yeah, Just I would cruise. like to go somewhere.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just cruise. Um, no, I'd like to be somewhere because um, it's definitely a like quarantine day. You know what I mean? Yeah, how are like you? When the quarant- what have
1: you been? Oh, oh my God, on.
0: did we not talk about me yet?
1: I don't know. I don't think so.
0: <gasps> I don't think we did. Oh, my God. Okay, well, let's indulge. your, your time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing good. Uh, It's been a very hectic day, but I took an afternoon shower, which is a nice Mm. reset. I heard recently that you get to you can restart your day anytime you want when you just decide to restart your day. So I was having like a
1: average. When you just take a shower.
0: (laughs) Mama, I mean, that's the way to do it. That's the way I do it. But anyway, um, it was just a very below average day, but above average with workload. And I was feeling pretty brain dead. And I hadn't drank it. I hadn't drank any water mm-hmm. all day. And it was like 1 p.m. And I had only a donut in the morning and like a huge iced coffee. Oh, um, shit. So I was tweaking. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I decided to restart my day. Took a shower. Here we are. Feeling good. Feeling, uh, in the, feeling like I'm in the driver's seat. Good. Good. Yeah, that's a lesson for everyone out there. Restart your day whenever you choose. If your day's not going the way you want it, you get to restart it whenever you want.
1: And hydrate.
0: And hydrate. I'm going to take a sip right now.
1: Me too. Everyone with us. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, wasn't that refreshing?
0: So before we get into the history of the Pittsburgh Playhouse, Mercedes, who again prepped today's script, wrote us a little introduction. So without further ado, Mm -hmm. let's get into Mercedes's introduction. Okay. She writes, I love Pittsburgh. It's my home city, and in my humble opinion, it's one of the top two best cities on the planet. It's a place full of life and culture and history, but it's so small and niche that it tends to fly beneath the radar for most. I grew up loving this city and knowing that it has a lot to offer when it comes to artistic expression, August Wilson famously loved the city, his home city, so much that he created the iconic Pittsburgh Cycle. It's an amazing mm-hmm. city. So to me, it just makes sense that if ghosts were real, they'd want to come back to hang out in the Berg.
1: Mm, I love just that. Just for a
0: little longer. Yes. I Cute. love that too. It's a really heartfelt start yeah, to this episode, Mercedes. it
1: was. I love that. I
0: think I need to go to Pittsburgh. Have you been?
1: Know, no. I don't r- think
0: r- so. R- road trip.
1: I, how far? It's not far. You could drive from here.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's that far.
1: I think. Yeah, I don't
0: know. No, I think... I think we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll take our Star Cruiser. Okay. So, the history of the Pittsburgh Playhouse by Mercedes. Okay. The historic Pittsburgh Playhouse, originally on Craft Avenue, was not so much a theater as it was a collection of buildings that were brought and then turned into theatrical spaces. The first of these was acquired in 1934 and was formerly a German social club. This building was bought as a wedding present by Richard Rao for his wife, Helen Wayne. Their story is actually very cute. So Richard fell in love with Helen when he first saw her perform in New York. His family was super rich and well-known arts benefactors in Pittsburgh. So he bought the location for Helen to give her a nice space to act in Pittsburgh. He basically did this so that they could live there together and she would feel fulfilled even though she wasn't a big New York City actress. actress. Oh, that's so cute, cute. oh my oh gosh my can
1: you imagine someone just gives that you is... a, b- a building
0: <laughs> just so that you guys just so you could like live in it and like feel An like act. you're a big time yeah and get jobs <laughs> um yes okay what so with names? that um their names are helen and richard richard and helen mm. Mm-hmm. So with that, the Pittsburgh Civic Playhouse was formed, not just by Richard and Helen. It was a group of artists making up the company, but like the Rouse, oh, but like the Row's were money bags. Mm. The Playhouse's next purchase was an adjacent house to act as a lobby for what was then known as the Raw Theater. The first performance in this theater and lobby space was in 1934. The Playhouse was fairly popular in the 30s and 40s, staging productions of Noel Coward's Private Lives and Thornton Wilder's then new Our Town. During then this knew. era- then new. Oh, what a gosh. time. I would like to I would <laughs> like to live in a world where it, that play still felt new. <laughs> um, during this era, the playhouse's signature leading lady was, of course, none other than Helen Wayne Rao, which seems like a pretty sweet deal. And I'm jealous of her whole situation getting a sugar daddy to basically launch her acting career. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mercedes, speak on it. So the stage also housed musicals and featured a little-known dancer choreographer just months before he would get his big break on Broadway. You want to take a guess?
1: Fred Astaire? (laughs) Close, close! Oh, oh, who? Deskin! I don't know, another dancer?
0: Come on, it's obvious. Gene Kelly! Yes! Uh, Oh. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Oh my gosh, okay, but I've heard he's like,
0: well, oh, d- didn't he, like, demand rehearsals, like, over and over again until people's feet were bleeding?
1: Yeah, like, something whack out on in Singing in the Rain. I feel like I've brought up Singing in the Rain on this podcast before, which is funny.
0: Well, anyway. you're <laughs> definitely going to do it again. Um, okay. <laughs> um. So, that's neat. I didn't know Gene Kelly was from Pittsburgh. neither. That means, yeah, Gene Kelly. Okay. Well, from the Berg. What a gorgeous uh, dancer. What a go- oh, Those little tap and toes. Ugh,
1: those legs.
0: <laughs> all right <laughs> moving on <laughs> the third building that was added to this hodgepodge of theaters was formerly the tree of life synagogue the congregation moved to squirrel hill i have to stop i have to stop squirrel hill <laughs> that sounds like that sounds like a horrifying like like scary movie of chipmunks and squirrels like or you know what i mean hill. like rabid or, or what
1: yeah, or blake's dream
0: Yes, my partner really likes squirrels. Okay. Um, the congregation moved to Squirrel Hill in 1951, and this space was acquired by the Playhouse, making up their largest theater space, the Rockwell Theater. Underneath the theater was a restaurant known as the Playhouse Restaurant, a former ballroom turned ice cream parlor. Cute. Hmm. Wow. They're out here like setting up a small town. Um, <laughs> yeah, wait. a lot wait. going on there. A lot of theaters. They got a restaurant. So there's so,
1: three theaters. Can all connected so. like yeah, through spaces
0: it, yeah and okay, underneath it. one of them it was a, it was a restaurant uh, the playhouse restaurant which is a ballroom turned ice cream parlor okay got it so you want it they got it another local <laughs> pittsburger to get their start at the playhouse before becoming a household name was one shirley jones i don't know who that is listeners uh i'm us <laughs> if you do but i hope you do and if you don't google it we will
1: please yeah
0: we will <laughs> directly <laughs> after prefer- this She performed in the Playhouse many times. Uh, Okay, well, Mercedes love that fact, but...
1: I feel like we're going to look it up and, like, feel stupid or something.
0: Yeah, well, another Pittsburgh native who has a history at the Playhouse, oh my gosh, is Jeff Goldblum. Ah!
1: We love Jeff Goldblum.
0: Literally, uh, hmm, uh, Jeff Goldblum, uh, Pittsburgh over (laughs) here, and... uh, hmm, Uh, pittsburgh playhouse i'm ba i love jeff, your, your jeff goldblum, goldblum impression. that's the best i can get i gotta watch some interview once when i go on benders watching jeff goldblum videos i can get that i can get that down pat i can do it really well I love um that, that. was it's a just a good
1: impression to have like just in your back pocket it is
0: know? it is when yeah. um parties come back in 2030 yeah. i'll be sure to yeah. have yeah. perfected that party <laughs> trick yeah good Apparently, his first acting was done with a the children's theater through Playhouse Junior and educational opportunities where children received professional training on a professional stage. Mercedes wrote, Feel free to have a Gold Bloom tangent here. Um, I would like to, but I don't know. What? Well, I love. You love?
1: Yes. We've watched. I, sorry. I show. just. I.
0: We did yeah. watch the show, but I don't I know. But I'm just saying, like yeah, outside I, of like that show on Disney Plus, which everyone, <laughs> by the way, if you're if you have Disney Plus, stream uh oh, yeah. Jeff Goldblum's it's show. So it's good. incredible. Um but No, yeah. yeah.
1: I love Jeff Goldblum. Um I watch his his interviews on Graham Norton. Yes. Also highly recommend.
0: Every interview on Graham yeah. Norton. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> true, true. Just pivoting entirely to Graham Norton.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um
1: he's also Sorry, great. <laughs>
0: My favorite episode, did you watch, maybe we watched it together, so don't get mad at me, um, but did, did you watch that episode of Jeff Goldblum? Uh, the World According to Jeff Goldblum, by the way, is the full title. Um, did you watch the episode where he goes to Jeff Goldblum Day and gets, like, a tattoo? Like, he, like, gives someone a tattoo. People are getting Jeff Goldblum flash yeah. tattoos. Did you watch that episode?
1: No, I didn't, but I've seen I've seen him, um, like, in some interview talking about people getting tattoos of him, and it's so funny. It's like, incredible. Who, it's like I feel like we that should be our next tattoo.
0: Remember when we had just left London and someone, some artist, like installed this giant Jeff Goldblum statue <laughs> on like on like the lawn on like the lawn outside the the Bridge Theater or something yeah. like it was somewhere yeah. around there, and they had this like. Gorgeous gold statue of Jeff Goldblum laying down like he does in Jurassic Park.
1: Oh, yeah. And he's like young.
0: And he's like shirtless. Sh- yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not shirtless, but.
1: Tank top or whatever.
0: No, just a button down, but it was like not buttoned. Halfway buttoned.
1: Oh, 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 oh. <laughs>
0: Anyway. It's so I think funny. We should he's move an
1: international <laughs> superstar.
0: He is. Oh, my God. He's so good. I love him. Okay. We're going to move on because this isn't his show. But if he's listening, uh, it can be your show, Jeff.
1: Oh, he's just so sweet.
0: Just send us an email, ghostlightctc at gmail.com. We'll make it your show.
1: Yeah, you can take over.
0: (laughs) So, (laughs) the theater began to struggle financially and was acquired by Point Point Park University in 1968. The Playhouse continued to operate now mostly for students for many years this way. This wasn't a perfect fit, though. The buildings of the Playhouse were old and not originally intended for theater. They were also much farther from Point Park's main downtown campus, making the Playhouse more trouble for the school than it was worth. In late 2019, the old Pittsburgh Playhouse buildings on Crafts Avenue were demolished as the spirit of the Playhouse was moved to a new home. Oh. That's a bummer. It's like cool history. Anyway, the new Pittsburgh Playhouse complex is located on Forbes and Forth. And while it may not have as many ghosts lingering as the old buildings had, it is at the very least a space that was designed and intended to be used for theater.
1: Sad.
0: of <laughs> sad. Okay. Well, moving on to the hauntings. The haunting section of the Pittsburgh Playhouse. Ooh. I gotta get my my spooky vocal warm-up in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: You gotta oh, prep. wait. Um, yeah. also
0: Halloween Town reference. Have you s- are you familiar? With I, yeah, I mean Town? I've I seen
1: Halloween Town, but a long, long time ago.
0: Um I know. It's Everyone, sad, let's it's all sad. collectively judge Lena. She was not raised on DCOMs, and it shows in times like this. Um there's a wonderful line that Debbie Reynolds has when she uh corrects her grandson on how to make a ghost noise. Like make it like the sound of a ghost. What or was it the son? It was one of the daughters. Anyway, she's like she's like she says something about it being like like lower and more melancholic, like <gasps> and she like does this like wonderful <laughs> ghost impression where she gets really low and like her beautiful register. She goes,
1: yeah, I love oh. her.
0: Yeah, I do too. Ugh. Ugh. Okay. Remember her in anyway. Will and Grace? Incredible, incredible performance. <laughs> so She's so good. good. She's oh, so good. I love her.
1: Me too. Oh, um, and conveniently singing in the rain, bringing it back. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: We'll do an episode on singing in the rain. <laughs> we'll find a way to like incorporate like a haunted set. It's or something. so funny
1: because like I don't. It sounds like I'm like a big, big fan.
0: Do you have <laughs> like, a p- never, Do you a talk about <laughs> singing
1: in the
0: rain? <laughs> I picture you having like. I mean, based off of what I'm hearing today, I will say I'm picturing you with like a classic movie poster, like yeah. <laughs> like the size of your wall in your bedroom. <laughs> yeah. Do you have one of those?
1: No. Uh, you okay. can. I can confirm. I do not. But I mean, if someone were due, to. It. Yeah, open to it. <laughs>
0: once we, once we set up that me. P.O. box. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, okay, so unfortunately, with the buildings now destroyed, catching more sightings of the ghouls said to inhabit the Pittsburgh Playhouse is basically impossible now. So I'm just crossing my fingers that someone builds something there soon so we can investigate. I agree, Mercedes, that would be wonderful. Mm-hmm. So let's move on to the specific spirits of the theater. There is Weeping Eleanor. Oh, no. She is. Oh, she takes the form of sobbing heard throughout the theaters, mainly in the lobby space. Why me? You, just, why?
1: Like, <laughs> just just sobbing? No form.
0: <laughs> just like a formless, <laughs> a formless blob sobbing. It is a mood. I'll tell you that. I mean, twenty twenty is is weeping Eleanor. Is weeping
1: so. Eleanor.
0: <laughs> the story goes that in the space where the lobby once stood. There was a row house that burned down, killing a mother and her daughter. That woman's spirit remained to mourn her daughter and is supposedly weeping Eleanor. Well, that's very sad. I feel bad mm-hmm. for laughing at you, Eleanor. But
1: It reminds me of, um, you didn't watch this, but it kind of reminds me of the 1984 season of American Horror Story. Lily, oh, Rabe, yeah. Lily Rabe. Anyway, it's like kind um, of not that similar, but that's what it reminds me of.
0: Was that a good season?
1: Yeah, I liked it.
0: Yeah, well, you will happily ingest anything Ryan Murphy creates. Yeah, true. Uh, Okay, well, we won't get into that. But Lady in White is our next specter. Of course, this place has a classic Lady in White, Mercedes writes. This ghost is said to be an actress who discovered her husband was cheating on her Mm. on the day of their wedding.
1: Oh, what?
0: She oh, no. shot him and apparently <gasps> okay. was seen in ver- <laughs> and apparently was seen in various places by the public during rehearsals holding the gun that she shot her husband with.
1: Whoa, were they going to get married at the theater or something?
0: That's a good question. That's a good question. Or maybe mm-hmm. maybe he was an actress and like maybe he was cheating on her he at the actor. theater. Maybe. And then maybe she like broke. Maybe she like stepped into like him yeah, at the theater in. with like yeah.
1: He had a pre-wedding and, rehearsal.
0: So he has something. He has something going on, and he got shot for it. Um, <laughs> he got shot for it. So I love that woman in white story because I feel like oftentimes like the lady in white is usually a very like victimy sort of haunt. Oh, Do you know what I mean? that's true.
1: Yeah, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So I
0: think that's kind of a fun, a fun interpretation of this lady in white it's a lot yeah. more empowering
1: mm-hmm. that's true though yeah lady in white is always like a scorned like girlfriend or something. yeah or like, <laughs> like or like
0: or like a like a woman grieving. who's like grieving yeah her yeah. Like, like the loss of her husband this woman's yeah, just running around with a gun something. to rem- remind everyone who she is love it iconic okay the <laughs> next ghost is <laughs> his name is john johns okay <laughs> Uh <laughs> Mercedes, we also love this school John name. John Johns. <laughs> He was supposedly an accountant turned actor who had a heart attack while eating at the Playhouse restaurant. Sometimes he was seen, but more usually he was heard, in the form of footsteps around the theaters. There also may be a story about him dying in the dressing rooms of a heart attack, and following that, he would haunt the Playhouse by going up and down the dressing room stairs. Supposedly, he just stayed to watch the productions there. However, this may be another spirit altogether who remains unnamed.
1: Mmm, mm, John that's Johns. Kind
0: of fun. Yeah. Yeah. What's your um, story,
1: John Johns?
0: Come on, Jimmy John. John Johns.
1: Mmm. Jimmy Johns. Jimmy Johns. Sounds pretty good. Fast.
0: Uh let's move on to Gorgeous George. Okay. Okay. I'm maybe. interested.
1: Yeah. Even better name.
0: <laughs> These are damn Mercedes. You really had the the fun ghost names in here. We have Weeping <laughs> Eleanor, Lady in White, John Johns, and now Gorgeous George.
1: Gorgeous George. I feel like gorgeous he's like George. A, Yeah, I feel like he's like a British like pop icon from the 80s.
0: Oh wait. Okay, sorry. I just read ahead. What? <laughs> Apparently, his name seems a little mean because he was anything but <gasps> gorgeous. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, this was a spirit with a green oozing face a- and he was very very stinky. <gasps> but I guess the cruel icon- ironic name is deserved because gorgeous George likes to sneak up on people to scare them senseless then disappear. Apparently, you could hear his chuckling after (laughs) after he disappeared, which is just objectively a very good bit. (laughs) That is so good.
1: It's so good. If I was like a heinous looking ghost, like oozing stuff, I would absolutely just be scaring people. Actually, if I was a ghost in general, I'd just be like scaring people.
0: Right, but All I mean, I, I honestly would I would argue that having a green oozing face is a benefit as a, as a spirit. Because it's you a can benefit. scare people. I mean, it's a pro. Yeah, you get to scare people easier. Yeah, exactly. You get to like you get to throw visuals in the mix. But if you're like <laughs> gorgeous ghost, like if you're yeah. actually a gorgeous George, you'd probably want to like mm, I don't know, like stay invisible while you're scaring people. This guy can show up. Full apparition, <laughs> scaring the crap out of everyone with his ugly face,
1: and chuckle which away. Which I feel bad
0: saying, but I wonder if he died with an oozing face, or he like got that he got that as a part of his like maybe he got a, a ghost upgrade and they yeah. he chose oo- oozing face. <laughs> he chose. He chose he oozing chose. face. <laughs> I will say too, it's pretty funny that he would he would just like scare the shit out of people and then like laugh. Yeah, I know that's the best like, part. He would just like just like, talk- it. Shit-
1: Yeah, just like laughing to himself, like good one, good one, gorgeous George.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I did. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, all right, moving on to the the next. Damn, this place has a lot of ghosts. Um, the next ghost is the bouncing red meanie. (laughs) This is objectively the best ghost story in the entire place, and is also maybe not even a ghost story. So apparently, um, on Halloween night in 1974, that is a good year for a Halloween night, bitch. That mm-hmm. sounds like a scary movie. Halloween I love it. Halloween night, 1974. 1974. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. Um, a group of students decided to hold a séance at the playhouse. After a okay. few moments, they saw a. Okay. After a few moments, they saw a man appear on the stage. He was said to have a gray, worried face and was dressed in red from head to toe. A total look. <laughs> <laughs> It it is a total look. He was pacing back and forth on the stage and started picking up speed with each passing. Eventually, he was pacing so fast, he started literally... (laughs) What? uh, Eventually, he was pacing so fast, he started literally bouncing off the walls. Like, full stop bouncing off of the walls because he was pacing so fast. (laughs) So imagine imagine this man dressed red head to toe walking across from you slowly picking up speed really hitting a new a new speed um and increasing his speed s- so much so that he starts ping-ponging off the walls
1: <laughs> that's so good i would like that's like a show you know i mean yeah like he's as like, in he's, he's like a he's full putting full on performance a yeah yeah
0: oh yeah they he, they came for <laughs> they came for a seance and they got a full show At the very moment that he started bouncing off the walls, the house phones began ringing. And when the students looked back, the audience was now filled with people in Mm -hmm. turn of the century clothing. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) That is horrifying. That is so scary. Well, I mean, again,
1: Anastasia.
0: It is, oh, I can hear the music box now. absolutely Anastasia and somehow I mean Jancing I would
1: I, bears.
0: <laughs> um, I mean okay so I have to go over it again old okay, man yeah, please, head please. to toe red walking across the stage in front of you so you're sitting on like probably like the lip of the stage right and you're facing uh you're facing upstage, and this this uh man dressed head to toe in red is walking stage left stage right back and forth again and again and again faster and faster and faster starts bouncing off the walls all of a sudden all of the phones start ringing the students turn around to look around themselves and see the audience filled with people in turn of the century <laughs> clothing
1: it's like it's like so absurd that's that is a I, that is
0: a religious that's a religious moment that's a spiritual yeah. awakening that has to be right
1: like a full audience a full watching? audience full.
0: period clothing full house full house while you have this man who turned into a bouncing red ball
1: that is just i mean i I don't even know what i would like if i'd be able to like continue
0: that's what i'm saying like it 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 would leave me so shook that it would it would change the fabric of my existence yeah do you (laughs) mean like (laughs) i don't know how i I do not know how i'd move (laughs) forward i know i would but i don't know how because that that's a that's a life-changing event right there the five students ran out of the theater, but apparently, when conducting separate interviews, all five of the students present gave identical recounts of what happened that night. That is wild. So, that, Wait, so how they, many they, were there? How many five, students? Five students, uh-huh. and they all interviewed separately and had the same exact, like identical to the T, uh, story of what happened.
1: Okay, but this like just smells of a prank. I can
0: smell the weed. Oh. A prank. Well,
1: and that. A, a weed-filled <laughs> prank.
0: To me, it sounds like a really bad trip.
1: Okay. Same And same maybe not vein. weed. Maybe
0: maybe a, something a little more hallucinogenic. But yeah, right. that, I mean, it was 1974.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: They're young. They're students. They're in a Let's theater. So they're probably like artistic, creative. Right. Give um, me the given circumstances. <laughs> those are the given circumstances. <laughs> I, I do. It does feel a little bit druggy, but... I yeah, would like or to they're more. like,
1: let's play a Halloween break.
0: Uh, Mercedes says that the meanie was seen after that, though oh. he was usually seen as a bouncing red orb.
1: Oh. Okay, so maybe they just like saw something and then exaggerated. What do you mean? Like maybe they saw an orb and they were like, there was a man bouncing <laughs> all around. But, but it was just I, like no, a but that, little but I don't.
0: But what I don't understand is that how how would they have seen the man first and then the orb like how would they have known to predict that they how would they have known to like trick themselves into seeing a man afterwards like retroactively
1: maybe the orb is real like people have seen this right this red orb Mm -hmm. maybe this particular encounter was actually just a red orb but they these kids like exaggerated
0: it okay you know what i think it is i think it's like mm-hmm. maleficent like you know how she can like spin herself into things like <laughs> yeah, yeah, i think this is. i think he's dead ass was a a man dressed to <laughs> home red and i think he spun himself into a little ball to conserve, energy, <laughs> to conserve energy to conserve energy because an orb is easier than a full <laughs> manifestation um mercedes also writes that orbs are nothing and i would like to go on record and say orbs are very real lena and i have seen orbs mm-hmm. we've seen giant balls of lights flicker in front of us and we will get into that in a later episode but They are absolutely real. Confirmed. (laughs) Confirmed. You'd agree, right?
1: Yeah, well, not a giant. They were not giant.
0: They were bigger than you couldn't hold in your you could hold it in two hands.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like they were a size of like like a crystal ball.
0: They were a size of a crystal ball. Yeah. You think they were smaller? I think so. Like softballs, maybe? Yeah. Okay. I'll buy softballs. Yeah. I see that.
1: Maybe a baseball even
0: no i will i will i put my foot down i draw the line of baseball
1: are, wait because that is real that softballs Say, are bigger right yeah yeah they are that's the biggest crock of wackadoo <laughs> women in sports <laughs> take me be, off my soapbox
0: yeah i well i mean i i won't be the one to do that but being, um,
1: don't get me started on
0: <laughs> yeah well
1: gender inequity in sports thank you it's pretty bad
0: um <laughs> We'll save that for a bonus episode. <laughs> speaking bonus of content. Speak fe- speaking of bonus, it is time for a bonus I love content. It.
1: This is my favorite part.
0: Uh Mercedes writes, now it's that time again. Time for a superstition specter or spirit of the week. You know it, you love it. The cemetery segment. <laughs> cemetery Cute. segment. I love that. Okay. This week we are discussing a theater superstition I have personally never heard of, but am now totally obsessed with the graveyard bouquet. Nowadays, this tradition is pretty frowned upon, but apparently it was once known as good luck to give your director, and sometimes the lead actors as well, a graveyard bouquet after the closing performance of your show. And by that, I literally mean a caps lock graveyard bouquet. Bouquet. What does that mean? You, bouquet. You stole, bouquet. (laughs) Uh, You would steal flowers from a graveyard and make a bouquet out of them. A bouquet. A bouquet? I'm losing my mind. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> bouquet, a bouquet. You can't. It's one of those you can't say say too many times. Right,
0: but as soon as I said bouquet, you were like bouquet.
1: I know because it was so.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Right. Okay, well, that's iconic. Steal I mean, well, iconic, wee. but also sad. I mean, I don't know if I would disrespect a graveyard by stealing flowers. But that
1: is the most theatery thing, though. Like, just that like is some, that's some just Shakespearean some, like, shit right hoodlum, right there. Sh- yeah, like Shakespearean youth youths.
0: This was supposedly seen as good luck as it was the closing or the quote-unquote death of the show. Hence the tombstone thievery. However, more likely this tradition just started because actors are broke and graveyard flowers are free.
1: That's funny. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: I love how everything and comes back. And they're just
1: back... like little little shits. You know what I mean? Yeah, just
0: little <laughs> shits. Um, yeah, yeah. I also love how everything comes back to theater being like... Um, of the devil actors don't get to go to yeah. heaven <laughs> actors are poor actors you know what I mean? like I really honestly I find great power in that at this you know mm-hmm. at this point yeah, in history but... it's kind of like a I feel like a, a ruffian you know what I mean I feel like I got some edge to me you know
1: yeah yeah <laughs> a long legacy of
0: <laughs> of, of, of um, whatever of this nefarious is various activities yeah <laughs> um this is obviously not a real tradition anymore but how would you feel if you got some graveyard flowers it seems like bad karma but that could just be me and hey it's the thought that counts oh that's a cute cute little send out yeah
1: yeah i kind of would be down
0: here's the thing i would love to get them and then i would love to go (laughs) i would probably go back to the cemetery that they were taken from and distribute them accordingly
1: what do you mean like just give them to the to different graves not to the one that Oh, oh, because they're all from different ones, right? Right? Right?
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, unless it was just one. But the point is, is I would want to. I would gladly accept them because I think it's like a really fun tradition. Um, and then I would immediately go put them back because I would be very scared to bring those into my home. Good
1: point. I just also think that I don't know about burying the dead.
0: (laughs) What does that mean? What do you mean burying the dead?
1: I mean, I mean, I don't know that like. They care if someone takes flowers from their grave. Do you know
0: what Bitch, I, mean? I would care. I, I would just think care. I would just
1: like be moving on to bigger and better things.
0: Oh, okay, okay. So she's reached nirvana. She <laughs> she has no time for your petty thievery. Yeah. Thievery. Um. Yeah. No. I get that. I don't want to be buried in the ground. I don't want to be cremated. I don't want ashes spread anywhere. I want to be made into delicious soil n- n- roots and seeds and become mm. a gorgeous tree that all of my friends and family can have, have like little picnics under.
1: Little picnics. I want to be made into a diamond.
0: Are you a cat? <laughs> I feel like I feel like pet owners do that a lot with their pets. Ew. No, I'm not kidding. Oh my kidding. God, Look I should do up. that
1: it's with Daisy. <gasps> oh, your voice. <laughs> when Daisy kicks the bee.
0: <gasps> She's so young though.
1: I know, I know. But like.
0: (laughs) You're like, but I'm ready for her to (laughs) go. I'm
1: ready for that diamond.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. No, I know a lot of people that do that and put it on like pendants and stuff. Well, okay, I have a question. But it's not weird to have you turn into a diamond?
1: No, I mean, no.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is humanistic and a huge double standard.
1: (laughs) No, I wouldn't really want to be turned into a diamond. I would want to be probably cremated okay well although again back to unsolved mysteries mm-hmm. um there's this man who sleep slept for like a year and a, two years or something after his wife disappeared and was found he slept with her ashes that's sweet I think that's weird
0: you think it's weird why is that weird because I
1: think oh okay some important context <laughs> is I think that he killed her
0: <laughs> <gasps> Lena. <laughs> yeah that is context thank you i was picturing like this sweet old man from up sleeping with his like naturally you know caused dying woman wife her ashes
1: still bizarre
0: i think it's sweet i think at the end of the day uh cope how you gotta cope but if you killed her turn yourself in and to begin with don't (laughs) kill your wife
1: turn yourself in uh anyway
0: i think that just about wraps up everything we have on the pittsburgh playhouse we hope you enjoyed today's episode um as always please subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already and feel free to check out other ctc podcasts as well
1: and if you would like to further support our podcast please rate us and leave a review on whichever listening platform you use it helps a ton not only with the content we create but it also helps a lot with the podcast uh in the charts
0: Finally, be sure to follow us on Instagram at GhostlightCTC. And should you have any spooky stories that you would like to share with us, whether they're related to the theater or they're not, please feel free to send those our way to ghostlightctc at gmail.com.
1: Thank you so much for listening. We love you. you. And don't forget to leave the
0: light on. Leave the light on.